Wait, did you hear that or did I hit the, have to hit the live button? No, I, I heard that. Oh, you did? Okay, so that was um, Crosby hitting the game winner against us last night at Lambeau Field in OT. Uh, what's up, everybody? It's Oliver Placencia here, your host of the Big D. I got my boy CJ Leva back in the coop right now. Say what's up. What up? How yeah, you been, bro? Good, finally, finally uh, making an appearance again. Back Let's go. I wish it was a victory Monday, bro. But it's not. I'm so sorry. <sighs> All right. Um. So we can start off with um. Who do you think is the blame for this? You know, I think it's a. I think it's a collective blame. Um, obviously, we had some uh. Some pretty costly penalties, especially in OT. I think it was a little unfortunate on. Tolbert's offside and the whole. Oh my God! They didn't get me started on Tolbert, bro. That man needs to get cut. The, the only thing I feel bad for is uh, in his in his interview and even the interview with Dak, uh, Jalen Tolbert had asked the ref, hey, am I lined up correctly? And the ref said, no, you need to scoot up. So he scooted up, and then the ref called him offside. So oh I God. do feel a little bad for him. I'm not sure if he got, you know, if he got screwed over by the refs because we're at Lambeau or what it was, but I do feel a little bad for him. And that holding call, I mean, you know, as a fan of the sport, I don't like holding in general. I think some of them are ticky-tacky, and it's even worse when it happens to your team. But Oh, yeah, it's even worse. It is what it is. And then the offense, I don't know. It, like, yeah, we scored 28 points, but there was just some drives where it's like you just can't get nothing going. And then other drives where you can methodically take six, seven minutes in the clock and um, fucking throw two beautiful dimes to CD, like – I don't know just where we were at on some of our drives. Questionable fourth down call in OT, too. Mm, yeah, we'll get to that, too. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I think it's just a collective a collective blame, man. It's it's tough. We we uh, you scored 28, you should win, but giving up 31, you know, is not ideal. Bad, bad run defense. Yeah, so I think, like you said, it's a collective thing of group that we have to blame for this loss. But... Probably primarily, I want to say that if I had to pick someone like specifically that's at the top of the tree, it'd probably be McCarthy. I think. I think I want to say his emotions got to him in this game for sure. Yeah, I mean, I can agree with that. I mean, he was just super ballsy the whole game, and like, I mean, like it wasn't anything bad. It wasn't going bad. I mean, it was working the whole game on the third down and fourth down calls that we were doing, and it was just. At the end, it just, yeah, I, I don't know, I just obviously didn't like the play call. I mean, you had th your three other people on the other side, Schultz and, like, CeeDee Lamb running these fucking, like, deep-ass routes when you need four yards. And I don't know. I mean, the pressure got to Dak and tried to make a play, and it just, just didn't work out. Yeah, I think uh, I think my thing is that whole drive, we were running the ball very successfully. Even on the two plays where it was a holding and uh, Jalen Tolbert offsides, we were gaining mad yards. I think the the least amount of yards we got on each play was seven yards to start the so drive. So we were running through them, bro, even when they were backed up. So, um, so I was just a little confused that after that holding call, we just got away from the run. Like, if you know, if it's working, why fix it? So I think that was a, a little interesting. But, uh, yeah, I, don't, I didn't mind um, McCarthy's, like, ballsy play calling, especially going for on fourth down. I think the only one that was actually a little bit concerned on was when we were in our own half um, in the 
first half, I think that was just a little bit worrisome because yeah. it would have been an easy switch of momentum. It was, we were up 14-7. to seven. We don't get that. It's tied 14-14. Um, and then, or we were, I think it was 7-7. Seven, seven. We don't get that. We're down. Then we're, Aaron Rodgers, I'm sure, scores in a 30-yard. At least gets some points, and we're down. Like, I don't know. It was, I didn't mind it. I'm just glad. I'm kind of glad he didn't come out and play conservative. I think that's what a lot of people thought. He's back at Lambeau. Like, he's going to play conservative because he knows we should win. I think he understood the assignment of, you know, it's still Green Bay. It's still Rodgers. Like, you still got to come out. You got to put points on the board because yeah. at any time they can come back and win a game. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, I think we knew from the get-go, like you said, that he wanted to, like, let him know what's up because, like, we won the coin toss and we decided to take the kick. So usually, you know, more than half the time or like 80% of the time you want to defer. Oh, exactly. But he was like, no, we're going to start this drive. We're going to start this game good. And it was actually a really terrible, terrible, yeah. <laughs> terrible drive from both teams actually started really bad. Yeah. But we just knew that from the get go that the Packers were just going to be heavy run, heavy, oh, 100%. heavy. 100% knowing that we can't stop the run. Them coming out and running all over uh, yeah it's ridiculous powers, at this point man running the edge yeah we yeah it's just the edge i saw this uh, tweet it was showing like uh it was like Kilio herbert um jamal williams um aaron jones all their like their runs and how far they would be and like what their like maps are kind of like heat map in soccer but like it was with their touches it's like all of them are outside and they're all successful bro it's insane how bad we are in the outside of the run yeah we can't we can't set the edge out there i mean we're not too we're not too bad when it comes to running right up the gut because we got a bunch of big boys out there, but you know we can't set the edge very well, um, and that was just they were just gaining. And what it was is by them being able to run, they were able to take so much time off the clock, and it's like Aaron Rodgers was still able to stay in the game because by the time uh, we'd get the ball, there may only be like three, four minutes left in the half. Um, it was 14-14 at half. Like we definitely didn't have a great first half, but just to be in it was a good thing so i thought we were still gonna win especially after going up 28 14 but again i'm telling you them being able to run and us not getting the ball back right away i think just was pretty killer because they were taking time off the clock and just keeping the game close yeah also i don't think it helped that we just i've been i mean like you know i'm a dak lover you know this and i, I oh, wouldn't no. call you a dak hater so but just a little bit but still i mean i didn't like how we had to throw the ball 46 times like yeah. Most of the time, if you see him throw the ball that many times, you're just not going to win a game, and you know that. Yeah, and I mean, it's not like our run was unsuccessful. I mean, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's some times where we got, I think, I, I think Pollard had like 70, 6 yards maybe or something last uh, yesterday, and even my, even the, even the, the undrafted free agent Davis came in and had some pretty big runs. Um, but yeah, 46 times, I don't know. I'm not that comfortable with Dak Jones because I think we're just getting away from what we've been good at, and that's been running the ball this year. Yeah, so we've always said that, and I guess with Zeke out, that's something else too. But Yeah, and I guess you could finally maybe t take a look and say that like having Zeke uh, or missing Zeke is kind of a little bit noticeable, especially in the passing game, um, just in the what Zeke can do as a pass blocker, and then especially on them short conversions, like having that big power. I mean, I guess you can kind of look at it and say – you know, this is kind of why it is nice to have Zeke and Pollard at the same time, even though I'm a Pollard lover. I'm Pollard to be running all the time. No, for sure. But I think you just, like, the same thing. Like, you need one or the other for them to work, like, effectively. Yeah. No, no bad on, like, Tony. Like, he did good. I mean, he ran, he ran for 115 yards yesterday. Right. So, like, but you just got to know, I guess, he, like, 
and he answered the question if he can be a workhorse, but I think it's still good. Like, obviously, you take Tony Pollard off, you bring Zeke in, like, that's – there's no two, really that big of a drop-off. Yeah. Exactly. Two, two different backs, you got two different uh, – especially when safeties come up to make tackles. Like, they got to be a little conservative when it's coming up Zeke. They got to try and come up and take out his ice. That's a big boy. And then Pollard, they're trying to look at speed. So, just changing up looks, changing up matchups, I think is some good. It's kind of like last night I was looking at the, the Niners with McCaffrey and now with Elijah Mitchell back, like – they're both two different types of backs, but it's good to have, you know, both of them got combined, I think, 32 carries. Elijah Mitchell at 18 and McCaffrey at 14, like, and they both were successful runners. So I think just changing it up is is a nice thing to do. But Yeah, no, a lot of a lot of fantasy owners didn't like that split with McCaffrey. I, I, and <laughs> I, I, I was one of them. I was one of them. As I, as That's I insane, man. I barely won last night with McCaffrey. Thinking you barely won, bro. I barely won. I, yeah, barely won. Yeah, yeah, I somehow right. cheat the system. With some yards, if it helped me on the way, but I, I had Jimmy McCaffrey and I you guys real scary towards the end. <laughs> That's funny. That's comedy. Uh, so I just want to throw in uh real quick. I was a uh, this is CD talking about PI and the refs. They asked him about that. Um, it was on that overtime drive where Joe Alexander had him, right. and like obviously it was a PI, but like I think you really can't blame him at some point. Like, I think it, his emotions got to him when he answered this question. Just listen to how he's talking on this. See, I was CD talking how if it was a PI and he said yes, obviously, and then how they just throw flags on us and they don't throw on other teams. I think that was just a a little like petty shot out there to the refs that he'll probably get fined for, to be honest. But But I I don't want to say it's completely factual. Yeah, can't say it's false either. I mean, uh, I think there's just a thing where it's a. what I think it is, it's kind of to me almost like that basketball scheme where refs were told to call fouls on certain players and leave some players off. Don't call traveling. Don't call this. I, it's kind of the same to me this year with Rodgers and Brady. Like it's, you know, it could be their last years. Like that's not what the views want. They want Brady and Rodgers still be in the league for views. I've seen some pretty questionable calls go Brady's way, and I've seen some calls go Rodgers' way. And it's not just with last night's game it's also with the game before when they played the lions like that game should have been a lot worse um than it needed to be the lions barely won a 15 to 9 yeah they were able to pull that win off i still Packers had plenty plenty of delay games in that one where it was not called um and a lot of favorable pass interference and defensive holdings in the late stretch of that game for the for aaron Rodgers and them to keep the drive like especially on a third and 17 it was a major delay game. They didn't call it. Aaron Rodgers chucks it up, and then there was a super questionable uh, defensive holding call on it that allowed that drive to keep going. So, I don't know. Yeah, was that was that a pass interference or some type of flag last night? Yes. I mean, not just as a Cowboy fan, but just a fan in general. I think that's, you know, he gets there way before the ball's there, like disrupts yeah, CDs. Yeah, nothing he can do. Yeah. yeah, how is he supposed to even try to catch that before it even gets to him? Yeah, and I... And I think especially um, another player that, you know, that I feel like gets no type of flags his way is Micah. Oh, my gosh, bro. Micah, I think, gets held every single play. I yeah. kid you not. It's every single play. No, yeah. And, I mean, he's so good. So, like, that's why he gets himself in those positions to be held because he's that good of a player. So explosive off the line, even in coverage. Like, so explosive. Can stick with backs or can stick with the receiver. Um, but, yeah, I 
I don't know. I don't know if like there's just not someone watching it. I don't know if they maybe mm-hmm. just need to have someone watch a specific player who maybe gets held a little more. But I mean, yeah, I think we know like every single play. I'm pretty yeah, sure you could be nitpicky. There's, there's gonna be some type of hold you could call it, and you'd be right. like, okay. But it just, uh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I can understand why maybe some flags don't get thrown because it's like the nature of the game. What it used to be ten years from now is completely different to what it is now, and it's like. A lot of people don't want to see flags because it ruins the game or, or slows it down. But at the end of the day, like if it's a if it's a big time play, especially in a situation like that, like I don't know how you don't throw the flag. I don't I don't know how you have all these eyes on the field and you can't make a delay a game call. You can't make a PI or a holding call. Yeah, th- that's insane to me. Yeah, I guess like there, you said, like it could be like Lambo refs. I think it's a really big thing that a lot of people are talking about. How like home field refs is actually like an actual thing. thing. Yeah. yeah could be and i don't know there's ever since i've seen the basketball thing about hey don't call certain stuff like we're looking to call this more tonight like it's just crazy to me that yeah it's crazy i feel like they have to drop like a a documentary would be so awesome bro like on behind the scenes of refs and stuff like that there would be a sick one if it was there was a football because there's the basketball one where the guy was they were gambling on it and then he's like you just you just don't know what happens how they say like um because i think he called a foul on a I think it was LeBron, and then after the game, they were they were getting on his ass because it was like, hey, you're not supposed to call a travel on LeBron when he comes through the lane. I'm like, mm, that's crazy, bro. Like, you really think like that's how it is with football now, or like just any sport? Man, I don't know. It's it was it makes you wonder. Is, yeah, with the day and age in gambling, I mean, I could easily see a lot of these refs fix games or have money on games too. I mean, shoot, I would. I, I mean, I the amount of money you could make having money on a game. Like, yeah, most triple your paycheck, your paycheck, bro. Yeah, most refs don't even get held accountable for it too, because I mean, it's not very many refs to choose from. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Um, uh, I want to put this clip in real quick too with uh, McCarthy. They asked him after after the game with the post game conference on his um his choice on going for it, and um, because a lot of people were trying to see like, because the fourth play call or the fourth down call was just a terrible play call that was designed. So a lot of people were trying to be, an ex- like, not excusing it. We'd be like, maybe they thought that, or that Kellen Moore thought, like, hey, we're going to go for the field goal because we're, like, we're in field goal range for Brent Maher, right? Mm-hmm. And people were thinking maybe he just didn't know anything, but I thought that was a BS excuse. Like, how are you going to not know that you're going for it? Like, you got to right. know that. But, yeah, this is uh, McCarthy talking on it right now. And Sam, we were right on it. We were right on the line. Going north was the win. You know, obviously we won the toss. They, they, had, they took the win. So, you know, we were right on the right on the line for the field goal. And, you know, hey, to be honest with you, I, I thought we needed to go for it. You know, I mean, we I, I called it on second down, especially the way the game was going. I mean, it was, you know, big play uh, penalty, big play penalty, big play penalty. So, um, you know, our thing was just you know, keep playing. We had good calls, uh, you know. Um, so I'm, 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 I'm fine with the decision. Obviously, I know we didn't convert, but, you know, fourth and three, um, you know, just didn't convert. See, that was him talking on it. How I mean, they they said from the second down that, hey, we're gonna go for it regardless. Like, I mean, I guess they were right on the line, and I don't know if it wasn't that they were confident in Brett Maher. I mean, like if you think about it, he's been, he's been sitting on that cold, uh, cold weather in Lambeau. You know, there's a there's a that clip of him like with his leg out on the heater, warming up his legs. How cold it was. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, and supposedly his um. I didn't pay too much attention to it, but like supposedly his kicks, his uh, his kickoffs weren't that good either. Like he would usually reach the back of the end zone, they weren't reaching ten- last night. So maybe that took into consideration. But like how you said, they were going against the wind. 
and I guess they're right on the line, so they wanted to go for it. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, if that's if all that was true, you know, and that's really what they thought they were going for, regardless, then I guess I can't be too mad. I can only really be mad at the type of play they drew up. Yeah, I think that's what's frustrating most. Like that play call was just—I mean, there could have been something better for sure. Yeah, I would just like to see something else. And yeah, we already talked about it. How I mean, Aaron did his bad, bro, and not Aaron Rodgers. Freaking Aaron Jones, bro. He just ran all over us. And um, you saw how he did his Marshawn Lynch impression on us. I know. <laughs> so how did you feel about that when you saw that? beast mode he wasn't breaking tackles or anything just had mad hold because our run defense is not very good at all i know right but, but yeah man, i think it was yeah shout out. right it gets shut out right but shout another funny thing is I, I had seen on twitter ever since he did that we won like on a 14-0 run which led us to 28-14 to end the th around the third when dak threw that touchdown pass to cd um but then they just we were like i think 195 and oh Going into the fourth quarter with a 14-point wow. lead. Wow. So now, yeah, change that to 195-1. to Because, um... Oh, was it the Packers wide receiver? I just blanked on his name. He Christian ran. Watson. Christian Watson decided to have a field day against us. After dropping in plenty of passes before this season, too. Like, and even that game, he had a big drop. Yeah, he even had a big drop. And he just decided to... Hey. He said, yeah, he had two drops, actually. Yeah, exactly. And he st was still able to come back and still get those three touchdowns on us. And... He was able to um, cook Brown and get a concussion off that play, and he was off for the rest of the game. Yeah, just, I just still, I guess we just must have nobody better. Is all I can assume because I'm just not the biggest Brown fan. I just feel like without any safety help over the, without any safety help over the top, Brown is just he cannot cover. Uh, in man coverage, like he just gets burned, especially if it's a double move, or you know, I'm not saying that that's the easiest position to deal with. Don't get me wrong, like I'm, I'm sure corner's a tough position to play, yeah, especially when you're isolated one on one against pretty good receivers and whatnot. But I don't know, I just don't know how good Christian Watson is. Christian Watson hasn't done anything this year, he's a rookie, and like I think Brown being a veteran should be able to cover rookies, regardless of the. It's not like he got beat on jump balls because Christian Watson has a has a size advantage on him. Mm -hmm. He just got flat out burned on that. Play. Yeah, he was just fast. Like they were saying, I think it was his third touchdown where he. It was not even that he ran a good route. Like he just ran across the face and like it was just it was just speed and he just yeah, beat everyone. Oh, oh, yeah, past yeah. Jay, uh, past mm -hmm. Jaron Curse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I just yeah. I just I also think they kind of took some bad angles, especially on Curse's play. I think he took a bad angle on that one. Yeah, and then um, I mean we, I mean wide receiver one allegedly supposed to be Alan Lazard and um. Um, yeah, what's he had space? One, two catches, maybe? Yeah, because Diggs was on him, and they only threw to him, like, once yeah. or twice, I think. Yeah, for, like, and three quarters, he had one catch for nine. Yeah, and he got that big catch to put them in field goal position, and it's only because, um, I forgot who was on him. He ended up slipping. So, yeah, that's why he was, he was wide, he was wide-ass open, and he was able to take those yards down, and I was like, okay, yeah, this game's over. But, yeah, I was really surprised that we were to lock down Lazard, because that's, like, I mean, we've known that they have no top wide receivers, and Anna Lazard's their only good decent one and i think they really wanted to believe that watson was one of them and then yeah, um sure a lot of people are trying to say that this is going to be his breakout game so we'll see if this is consistent or it's just how bad that cowboys defense was yesterday yeah i don't know 
Uh, and then um, so there was two picks that were even that we even had Mike Orvin talking about him on Twitter, and um, I had a lot of people, even like, not just like casual fans, but even like people that like watch the game and like used to be scouts saying that like those picks are completely Dak's fault. And I'm like, Man. like I said, I'm not. I mean, I'm like I'm always gonna be on Dak's side, but I personally didn't. I mean. There's been a lot of times where he throws a ball in the middle of the field and you're just like, what the hell is he doing? Like, he's just, he he's has trouble throwing down the middle of the field. But if it's outside of the numbers, he's going to find you. As we saw that, CD is really good outside of the numbers and he's going to find you. Um, but, I mean, those routes just got to be run better, bro. Like, CD's got to run that, like, straight flat, make that across, and, like, Dak makes that play and it's a great throw. Yeah, I just think that, it's, yeah, they're not, well, especially on the second one, I just don't think they're on the same page. But the first one, Dalton Schultz is supposed to run a high post, and he's supposed to clear out the safety. And since he doesn't clear out the safety because he doesn't keep running and he doesn't go upfield, he cuts, like, into the lane that CD's supposed to go mm -hmm. into. Yep. When Dak makes that throw, he thinks Schultz is going to go up, so that way he clears the safety. But the safety didn't even bite on it because Schultz cut his route so early that he, uh, Ford, uh, or Schultz is still in Ford's uh, view lane, so he could see both of them at the same time and can read that play. So I came can't even blame Dak for it. At first, it looked like, yeah, Dak, what are you looking at? Like, do you not see this guy? Like, are you trying to... Yeah, from, like, the get-go, yeah, from, like, just watching it live, you're just like, what the hell, yeah, man? like, what are you looking at? But then, yeah, as you, as you see it, like, yeah, that's not... That's not on Dak, in my opinion. That's, yeah, it's a miss... That's got to be his receivers on that one. And even on the second one, yeah, it's, when you have a high safety like that, CD has to cut across the middle of the field. He can't keep running up because Dak... The amount of time that Dak was having, he didn't have a lot of clean pockets and a lot of time to mm -hmm. throw clean pockets. Um, and on that one, he didn't have the most clean pocket either. And CD, like, did a little faint step into the middle. And so when Dak is expecting him to continue to keep going flat, and he doesn't go flat, and he goes upfield. So it's like, it's an easy pick for forward. And that one, too, I'm like, oh, where's where's CD going? And, oh, why is Dak not waiting to hit him high over the top? Mm -hmm. Well, one, he's not going to have the time to hit him high over the top. And, two, when CD faints into the middle, when CD's supposed to run flat in front of the safety, especially when the safety's playing so high. Like, I don't know. And it just sucks because, man, those picks were so crucial, oh, man. Well, like, I mean, they, they both turned to seven, exactly. Yeah. Like, in the first one that we had, a great field position from DeMarcus Lawrence's um, sack on Aaron Rodgers, and then yeah, we, we can't even cover three, three and we're yeah. up 10-0, and it's a whole different ballgame. Exactly. But, no, it's 7-7, seven, seven, and then we're up again, and then they just end up tying again with another freaking pick, and it just sucks. I mean, and I, I just hate that that's how they – or to perform Dak's game, because obviously, I mean, I didn't think he had a great game. He didn't have a terrible game either. I think he just had his, like, you know, just average game for a quarterback. There were some throws where I just, I don't know, like, he just didn't really look that, that good to me. And I don't yeah. know if it's just he's playing a good defense and he can't, like, make his reads or whatnot, but I don't know. I'm really not sure what because um, Dak to me is always due for like one of those bad games where he throws just like three or four balls straight to the defense. Yeah, that's I mean, pretty this bad. This one's kind of one of them, but I mean, I can't really blame him mm. that much on these, but yeah, I don't know. He just kind of looks off sync still. Like, I don't know. On some of these ones, I feel like Dak should be using his legs a little bit more too. And, and I don't know. Sometimes he just I always wanted him to be that guy, bro, like to be those legs, but I think it just, that injury just really didn't help for his like mental, you know? Yeah, but... He's a big guy. I mean, we've seen him run yeah, a couple, like, I mean, guy. like, with his, like, QB sneaks or, like, when he's running. Like, it's hard to, ta it's going to be hard to tackle him. Yeah. Yeah. But. 
Um, when do you think we should start panicking on Michael Gallup, man? Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of tough to to say because, like, again, I don't know how much gets schemed up for Gallup. Like, it didn't seem like much was schemed up for Gallup because I think CD had 16 targets and 10 catches. So, out of the 46 times that Dak threw 16 of them, um, we're going to CD, so at least 30. Um, for those other guys, and, and you so got to incorporate Schultz. The Schultz yeah. is another big chunk of those targets. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Schultz, yeah, I'm sure Schultz had a, a bunch of them. He did a tutty too, and uh, even to like Hendershot and Ferguson and McKinnon. Yeah, when they run, when they run, that's like those three tight ends. I really like when they run those because you never know if it's just a running like for passing blocking, mm-hmm. or run blocking, and then it's also for passing blocking. Those are nice. I like when you skew up those those plays. Yeah, and also the thing is like the kind of routes that Gallup is running, like he's just running some short little routes, like. So, and then, obviously, on most plays, it seems like Gallup is his number two or maybe even his number three look. Like, that's his second or third read. So, by the time that Gallup is running that short little route, once he already makes his move, like, he's covered because it was a six-yard out and the defender's not, he's not going anywhere. He's not biting on nothing crazy. So, he's already covered. So, Gallup isn't going to get the ball anymore. So, it's like, I don't I don't know. Like, they're not letting him have routes that will develop and, yeah, like I haven't. I don't remember the last time we we threw a ball up for him to just you know go up there and get it and like toe tap like how we know Michael Gallup can. Like I really don't remember the last time we've done it this season. I'm sure he's done it, but I just don't remember the last time he did yeah, do that. Or just like a ball over the top, like have him. Yeah, because I mean, speed. all the plays we've seen, I think from yesterday, were like he just it'd be like a bubble route or something like a bubble screen on the left side and like he'll just get like two or three yards yeah, off I, of it. I hate those. They throw. Them yeah, the like let's say, oh, let's get you involved, and they just throw him that. And I'm just yeah. like, dude. And when Dak makes the throws, Dak, oh my God, there was two of them where Dak almost screwed him. He threw one it, like, way in front of him and low, and he had to go down and catch. <laughs> and it. he was able to catch it. Like props yeah. in, that's a great catch. But yeah, Dak was like, oh my God, yeah, and that was scary. Another one super high where he has to jump, but by the time he gets down, he's already getting hit. So it's like yeah, he's gonna get popped. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just don't like if if I have if I want someone to do that, like the person that I want to be running those bubble routes or those bubble screens, is CD. I want him in space with the ball. I don't necessarily want Gallup in space with the ball. Gallup isn't as agile or as fast as CD is. That's yeah. what CDC is known for his yak, his good route running and his yak. So that's who I want if they're going to, you know, draw those plays up and let Gallup block. I want Gallup to be running, you know, a 10-yard post and have him try and get into the middle and either high point a ball on the sidelines if he's one-on-one. Like, there's a lot of times where Gallup's just one-on-one and, like, Dak just doesn't throw it up that way. I don't know if he's just – not confident or he wants to you know have a for sure thing like in a, in a six yard out or something a little flat like or, or if Gallup's just not like the read he's just like not even he's the third read or something to cd and schultz like. and the one time they had him bro they got him with the the holding of the pi was it yeah, <coughs> alexander he, was he had him cooked bro he was with the double move oh that one time we were gonna see like Gallup just go and like he was to the house 100 uh, that's a that's a smart foul. It's a it's a really smart foul. Like you mean like you're yeah you can be mad about it, but like at the end of the day, it's just it was a beautiful. You you hope you hope your player does the same thing because like yeah. he's like he'd rather give up those yards in seven or six. So yeah, he gave up five yards comparatively. Yeah, that's insane. Probably sixty in a touchdown. And like it doesn't really happen too often. I mean, cause like I mean since I, I mean I don't think I've seen that recently yeah, watching a cowboy game where someone just gets cooked, mm-hmm. and they're like not nah, like you're coming down with me, you know? Yeah. Like. But yeah, I mean, do you, I wonder if they'll ever do. I mean, it doesn't happen often enough for like how they changed it with the NBA rules with like take fouls. Take fouls, yeah. Yeah, so I highly doubt. I mean, there's really not much you can do with that. I mean, maybe just change the yardage, maybe. 
to make yeah. it seem like oh like if you do it like this is gonna happen like it's gonna be more than just five yards mm-hmm. but yeah and then um so yeah i mean took the oh i already knew from the get-go i mean we talked about it we, i mean like we we're like oh bro we we smacked the lions bro if the lions can do this to aaron Rodgers, like oh, what the hell are we gonna do I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I just, I just packed a hero. I'm sorry. This guy, bro. I'm so sorry. CJ Leva playing FIFA prize uh, or swaps. All right, tell us who's the hero, bro. His name is Harry Kuehl, World Cup hero. Who the hell is that? 91 pace, 87 shooting, 89 pace, 89 dribbling. He's from Australia. Oh, that just sounds bad. Yeah, but. What's his rating? He's gold, 88. Eh, it's okay. Nope. He's no he's no Tally though. Santi said yes sir. I heard he's a baller, so he's got to be good. This guy, I haven't even played fantasy or Premier League or what am I saying fantasy? I haven't even played Ultimate Team, bro, this whole year. Yeah, All right, let's transition to this. Uh, finish it up real quick. Um, so we got Minnesota next week. I mean, we saw what they did. We saw what Justin Jefferson did. So uh, let's 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 uh let's hear from. From live, how we're listening to this on TV. It's not gonna play. I don't hear it. Oh, there it is. Kirk Cousins back to throw on fourth and 18. He's given time. He wants Jefferson. Climbs the ladder. Oh my goodness! Justin Jefferson pulled it in. The catch of his life keeps the Vikings' hopes alive. So that was Jay Jettos yesterday against the Bills on a crazy one-hand catch that everyone's talking about debating with um if OBJ is going to be if he even competes with OBJ. So that's crazy to me. Um I think it was a pretty good catch. I think we lost CJ maybe unless he's muted. We might have lost him. <clears throat> Hold on. There he is. But yeah, we got Minnesota next week. Um, I mean, we saw them play. I mean, they were pretty bad. They were down by 17. 17 or 27 to 10. Against a really good Bills team. And, I mean, I think if it's just the Cowboys, like, they're getting... It, they're getting, like, clowned on for everything. I really haven't seen much, I guess, because I'm not on Bill's Twitter, obviously. But if that was the Cowboys losing the game the way they did, like if it's Dak, QB sneak at the one, on his own one, and he fumbles and they recover it, I think he's just getting, like, it's terrible. I can't even imagine what would happen if that was us losing a 17-point lead and end up losing in overtime. But, yeah, we get to play <clears throat> Justin Jefferson after getting – that crazy game. Dalvin Cook looked like he had a breakout game too. He had that big ass touchdown. But I'm and it adds at Minnesota, so another away trip for the Cowboys before they come back home and play the Giants at home for Thanksgiving. It'll be a tough matchup. I mean, we know how Kirk Cousins is. He's just noon Kirk is something else. Or ten AM Kirk for for CJ in California time. But I'm just scared of Dalvin Cook, to be honest. I mean, they're just going to do the same thing, man. Run outside. I don't even think I'm not even that scared of Jay Jettas because they low-key might not even throw the ball as much as we think they would. Uh, 
sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, sorry, I was a little uh, AFK. I was uh, talking to the mother. The mother. Sorry, sorry about that. Um, but um, just going back to to Jefferson's catch. That thing was an unreal catch um, compared to. Thank you. Miss Leva in the cuff, she can hear me. Or if CJ wants to say something, tell her I said what's up. She said, she said hi. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. Um, Give it up for CJ's mom. Woo! But, uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, just talking about that catch, bro. That catch was unreal. And I just compare, I was just comparing it to OBJ's the whole time. I think a lot of people are now, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, as I look at it, I still think OBJ is probably better. But like, just situational, situational. Yeah, so like, you put the situation. So like, first of all, situation. OBJ lost. Give me Jefferson's all day. OBJ lost. Jefferson. Second, fourth and eighteen. What's an eighteen? There's like three or four guys around him, bro. There's like three or four guys around him. And and Kirk Cousins just chugging it up. <laughs> the, now the only reason that I just can't sit here and say that I take Jefferson Silvers because I think the defender helps Jefferson hold on to it because the defender like holds it all the way to the ground too and that's what keeps it from touching the floor um but that catch is still unreal but then as I look at OBJ's bro um whatchamacallit um he, he caught the ball with the like three fingers his, his and like the way his body his was middle. moving is insane. Dude, the way his body is moving on his, that is crazy. His pointer, his middle, and his thumb. Like, that is unreal. I I don't know. Like, so that's why I still give OBJs. But, yeah, situational, bro. Give me Jefferson's. And Jefferson is just, in my opinion, he's the best receiver in the league. He's the most unguardable. Like, I think he's even more unguardable than Cooper Cup is. Like, Jefferson is, he is actually him. He is him, and I'm so glad the Eagles took Jalen Rager. That's oh my! Imagine if the Eagles had him, bro, and be, we'd be terrified twice a year from I, this oh guy. My God, I would, I would hate to play. Like, I would, I wouldn't even want to root for him. Like I love rooting for him because he's a Viking. It's amazing. And yes, noon Kirk over here, 10 a.m. Kirk is a whole different breed. He's that's he's what I'm gonna, saying. He's too, gonna go so. down as something special. He's gonna go down as like top 10, top 10. Uh, you know best players noon kirk not primetime kirk but noon kirk noon kirk, noon kirk bro the only good thing is we play him next week and it's not noon baby it's three o'clock kirk it's three o'clock kirk <laughs> so maybe he'll drop off you think because it's, it's closer to the it's closer to the lights you might get scared yeah, just, of what yeah just a little bit and he's and he's always due for some crazy throw like i mean look at that he, yesterday he had two bad picks like man just loves to turn it over oh so. my god that was bad i forgot who did he have what he had um i think feeling and he, it was for the drop. Like, and like, he's like, Keelan's over there somewhere. <laughs> he just, he there. chunks it right at the defender, man, and takes it back almost to the crib, bro. Keelan's over there somewhere. That's comedy. Um, But, yeah, I mean, like, I guess we'll see how they're working. I mean, because, like, like, I'm not saying that Justin Jefferson's not going to have a good game. It's just, like, I just don't know how much they're going to rely on throwing, even if they know they have Jefferson. Oh, yeah, of course. But, I mean, they're probably just going to abuse the run game like how they should every oh. other team. Like, oh. how you said, after we're, we're smacking overs, bro. Oh, on anyone, 100%. Alexander Madison, Dalvin Cook, you name it, bro. It's it's over. One hundred percent, we are smacking overs. Um, but yeah, but then um, the Cowboys um opened up as two point favorites too. I know, I cannot believe that. I don't know. Vegas must know something that I don't. 
I mean, I thought five points last week against the Packers was way too much. At the end of game time, it was three and a half. But still, I think it's too many points. And at this point, I think I'm taking I'm taking the Vikings plus two. Yeah, I, for sure. I, I also think. Yeah, I gotta As of now. I gotta take the Vikings too. I just I haven't seen anything with um, the Cowboys that'll be able to stop the run that'll make me like wanna wanna do otherwise. So. Like within a week, no way they just fix it, right? Right. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, I mean, we just make running backs look elite more than they should. Like, I mean, Aaron Jones was having a pretty good year, but I think um, Dalvin Cook hasn't been having an amazing year, but he had a pretty good game last week, uh, yesterday against um, the Bills. He had that big, like, what, 70-yard touchdown? Uh, so, yes. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, I played against him in fantasy, so that didn't help at all. <laughs> so, um, But, yeah, so um, I think he's he should definitely have a good game next week. And um, Cowboys offense is a good thing. That I mean, I guess that we put up 28 points, like you said, but – also, you'd hope that with 28 points, you'd win the game, but it's another big test for the defense. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what they can do. See if they can hold up against a really good receiver. Well, actually, a really good offense with now TJ Hawkinson. God, yeah, man, that yeah, offense. Is, mm. Yeah, it, it's it's gonna be interesting to see like what defensive schemes we're gonna we're gonna try and mix up with Kirk. Yeah. The only good thing is, uh, Kirk isn't the best when he gets pressured, so I, you know, I think we're really just gonna have to pressure him. Yeah, if we're able to get some, that's really good. I mean, we know that's where our defense is, um, yeah. lives on is that pass rushing. Yeah. So, hopefully, we get enough times. Whenever I mean, they probably won't try to throw as much if that's what's happening. Oh, but for sure. if they do, you better take advantage of it right there. Hundred percent. All right, man. You got anything else before we before we dip? Uh, nothing, man. Just thank you for having me on again. Hopefully next week it'll be Victory Monday for us. I would love that, and it'll be a short week too, cause we'll get three um, games. Yeah, three games. Yeah. In Thirteen days, baby. Gotta love that. Let's see how the Cowboys um will will do that and how they will um react, how they yes. will act just for next week against yes, the Vikings. Sir. Yes, sir. World Cup, World Cup coming up. And the World Cup. Every time I think World Cup, I think about speed. speed. That's actually a pretty good song, bro. Yeah, okay. But that is crazy. I still can't believe the World Cup is literally gonna be in a week. Like next week is the first game. So hopefully we can get on the cast to talk about some World Cup stuff. Yes, sir. I'm down. Let me know. We All right. Can, we can get the other World Cup boys in. I got you. All right, boys. That's everything. Thank you for listening to the Big D, and we'll see you next time.